0: Hello, this is Roy Lily. You know, the thing about reminiscing is it keeps you humble. It reminds you where you came from, what you've learned and what you've done wrong. Taken together, it's called experience. Good judgment comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. I can reminisce about the NHS till the cows come home. I don't think many of you will be interested, especially, but my experience tells me experiences aren't worth much, as most people prefer to make their own mistakes, but indulge me. The one thing I do know for certain is that history repeats itself. The NHS always comes unstuck over waiting lists. Strange when you think it only really exists to deliver the five gets get people in, get them diagnosed, get them fixed up, get them out, get them on with their lives. Let me reminisce. In 2000, the year 2000, the story of Mavis Skeet, whose operation was cancelled four times during a flu outbreak, and alas, she died. At the time, the Secretary of State was Labour's Alan Milburn and he panicked because there was huge press over it and introduced targets and something called the Downing Street Delivery Unit. A huge amount of money later and by which time Andy Burnham was the Secretary of State, weights came down to almost nothing. Two things came out of that. The significance of performance management and money. Experience tells me it was the money that made the difference not the targets nor the heavy breathing from number 10 trying to make trusts do more work for not enough money. Hospitals consume most of the NHS budget. Before Covid there were signs of trouble. The expenditure of trusts was about 87.4 billion and that outstripped the planned expenditure which was 2 billion less. Part of the deficit comes from unrealistic savings and efficiency targets. In reality, the inability of trust to do more work for less money. Effectively, the failure of targets and performance management. Targeted savings haven't been achieved. Experience tells me they seldom do. Year after year, right from 2015 through to 2021, they're put into forecasts and year after year they never materialise. Post-COVID... No one really knows for sure what state trust's finances are in. But the Nuffield Trust Super Sally Gainsbury, in a real cup of builders read, which I linked to in this morning's e-letter, makes the trust off track by about five billion. It really is a good read. And guess what? The HSJ reported number ten Downing Street is setting up a new unit to oversee recovery in the NHS and other health priorities, and intervene where delivery is slowing. So, a delivery unit. Here we go again. They don't work. No line of sight to the action. Obvious management blunder. My experience, the NHS is very efficient and outpaces the general economy and productivity gains, but operations cost money and need skilled people. Lots of operations cost lots of money and need lots of skilled people. Officially... There are just over 5 million waiting. I think you might add a million to that for the system-shy people yet to emerge. Right now, the public are sympathetic to Covid excuses and MPs aren't being awkward. My guess, Bojo will spin out the waiting list push for as long as he can and develop a narrative to take him into the 2024 elections. It's unlikely there'll be any movement before the spending review in the autumn. We are yet to arrive at our Mavis Skeet moment. Experience tells me we will, and when we do, we don't have a plan. Back of the envelope calculations tells me if £2 billion buys about 1.2 million operations, 5 million operations needs about £8 billion over three years, on top of the NHS's normal allocations, and, as recovery is on top of the day job, somebody tell me where the work- workforce is coming from. There is an eerie silence on waiting lists, waiting for Mavis. Trusts are plugging away, weights are edging down and performance is improving. The overall median waiting time for treatment decreased in June to 10.4 weeks. The total number of patients waiting over 18 weeks dropped to 1.7 million. But... There were 3.66 million fewer elective procedures and 28.35 million fewer outpatient attendances, with 383,000 more people waiting for over a year than there were pre-pandemic. Reminiscence and experience are unlikely to count for much, but I can tell you now we can have as many conversations about performance management as you like, but only money talks. Thanks for listening. Look forward to meeting up with you again soon. Bye-bye now.